Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. Happy Father's Day weekend to all you dads out there. I'm Dave Caius, along with our executive producer T-Bone and my co-host, world champion in pork at the American Royal Invitational, pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. Wow, I cut down your intro. I yeah, I love that. You're not as important as you were last week. Yeah, we got four minutes back. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, we got David Bosca. He is a former butcher. We've had him on before. He's got a unique experience because he used to be a butcher, and now he's on the retail, if you will, or wholesale, or however you call it. He's selling his products worldwide is what he's doing. Yeah, and he's he's developed amazing products yes. because of his knowledge of meat and mm-hmm. how meat works and bringing meat into the retail marketplace which he did for, you know, 30 plus years. Yeah, he's a he's a huge uh base of knowledge on cooking and flavors and how to how to do that and like get the moist flavorful meat every time. Well, and I and I think we'll talk to him about injections like you're just saying. Oh yeah. And then maybe we'll hit him up about chicken too because I oh, think yeah. that's one of the harder things to, to barbecue it is you can opinion. overcook it it's yeah. too easy to overcook it and get easy. it dry so we'll, we'll we will tap into his brain by the way you can get his products it's butcher barbecue and his products are butcherbbq.com but you can also get butcher barbecue products they're available at all things barbecue which the website for that is atbbq.com that's atbbq.com and then on our fourth segment i'm gonna be bugging andy about sausage yes are we going to cover love, breakfast sausage at all? We can. Because that's... We absolutely can. I love breakfast sausage. So you, Mr., you are, you're going to get so many frequent flyer miles, or in your case, frequent driver miles. Oh, yeah. it's a, it, I'm all over. So, you know, Memorial Both. Day, a couple weeks back, I was in Austin, Texas at Hot Luck. Uh, but this last week, it was great. We have what we call a chef's tour at Creekstone. And one of the great things that I get to do with my job is share our brand with those end user chefs and kind of help get them indoctrinated into why our beef is the best beef and all Mm -hmm. of that good stuff. But it includes a a plant tour of uh, our facility. Uh, We take all of these guys out to a ranch and let them experience the animals and and kind of the front end of that process right. and the detail that goes into the feed and everything. So so the first half of this week I was traipsing all over <laughs> Kansas from Winfield to you know out by Wilson and Lucas and all over uh, Kansas showing these chefs uh, everything with our core team of folks and it's it's a pretty special trip because you get a group of of chefs that are from different places they get to bond and then they get to bond over. Um, meeting the ranchers, meeting the the folks in the plant, and it it's really exciting and fun. And you know, you you make new friends that become long term friends from that few days together. Uh, so it, it's pretty neat, and I've enjoyed doing that. But you know, this weekend we're rolling right into Father's Day, and I've got my Dad's Day brewing queue uh, going <laughs> on at Transport Brewery. So we've got stuff uh, going there too. Wait, when do you sleep? By the way. Oh, sleep. What's sleep? sleep? Overrated. Overrated. So, you know, when you said there were, what, five chefs that came together? 
Uh, we had nine, nine on this okay. trip. Well, so, one of them was one of them was a, a food and wine editor, so he was a wine. Okay, so <laughs> so I assume when you get like eight or nine chefs together like that, I assume they're from all different regions and part of the country, right? Oh yeah, we had uh, um, San Francisco, you know, Austin, San Antonio, uh, West Palm Beach. We, we had. Um, folks from everywhere. Okay. It was so, quite si- a mix. So since they're from different areas, the restaurants are different places, they're not technically competing with each other. Do they actually share with one another or do they kind oh, of yeah. keep it close, close to the vest? That's one of the beautiful things about it is you get all of these guys together and they start bouncing ideas off each other and some of them have different points of view mm-hmm. in the restaurant world. Like we had some barbecue guys, we had some fine dining, we had some resort guys. So amongst all of those you get to ask a question to the guy that's doing the stuff at a high-end resort and go, hey, how are you handling this there? I want to try this at my steakhouse. And these guys really get to know each other and there's a mutual respect coming in because all of them are there because they care about the product and learning more about it. So they kind of all have this respect coming in and meeting each other. So yeah, they all work together. So they, they bond and have fun and learn. And Oh yeah. Th- that's the thing I think what I've really enjoyed learning from you guys, you barbecue you guys you guys are always learning i mean it's like it's never you're not done even though you may have won first prize and got a world championship you're still learning oh absolutely there's always more to learn and more to do to increase the craft and make it better that is very cool well it's time now for ask andy speaking of learning we need to learn some stuff from ask andy sponsored by our barbecue sauce of the month at smoke on wheels bootleg bourbon infused barbecue sauce and you can get that at all things barbecue uh ATBBQ.com. Yes, ATTB. I can't write, read my own handwriting. Too many T's, right? Too, too many ATBBQ. All right. So time now for uh, T-Bone. Thank you for, for bailing me out on that. I can't read my own writing. It's right there. ATBBQ.com. Anyway, T-Bone, sorry about that. It's my first day. All righty then. This has been an interesting back and forth. Uh gentleman by the name of David Drake okay. has a question. And uh, I've actually gone back and forth with him a little bit uh, on Facebook Messenger, and uh, he is really frustrated. How do you get crispy skin smoking Yardbird? I've tried dry brining it, leaving it in the refrigerator uncovered for 24 hours, cooking it 350 degrees plus, and hitting the skin with boiling water. (laughs) I love that he's tried all these different methods. LOL. It's like, he's pulling his hair out, Andy. What, What can you tell him? So probably first and foremost, smoking your chicken is not going to give you a crispy skin. So, and if you've cooked, uh, you know, a turkey in the smoker and done a low and slow cook on that, or you've done a a whole chicken, the skin tends to get rubbery because it doesn't render all the way. So to get that crispy skin, you have to get, uh, get the skin to render. To get that crispy skin, you've really got to increase your temp so that it, the skin will render. So, I mean, we're not talking about competition chicken here. So, what I would do is I would go ahead and flip that bird over so that it is skin side down and getting the direct radiant browning heat from the cooker. And once you do that, you can let that skin start to brown and render and it will get crispier. That is probably your best bet. Uh, to get crispy skin on a smoked bird. You're going to increase your temperature there at the end and flip it over so that the radiant heat is actually hitting that skin and browning it and causing it to render. 
if you were doing a comp chicken, you would want to bite through skin. So you'd just uh, film or foil over the thing and let the steam soften the skin so it bites through. But if you don't want a soft bite through skin, um, flip it, increase the heat, brown, and you'll get your crispy skin. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when we're talking chicken, we want the internal temperature 160. Is that correct? Yeah, I usually shoot for 155 in the breast when I pull it and 160 in the joint, in 160 right. to 65 in the leg joint, uh, because it's going to continue cooking when you take it off the pit. So you want it to just kind of rest to that nice 160. So that's the thing. I think that's probably the tricky part is get it the right crispy without overcooking it, right? Yeah, yeah you got it. So you got that. Have your temperature or your gauge, temperature gauge handy. <laughs> you know, we call those a thermometer. Oh, yeah. Thermometer. <laughs> Take a drink, Dave. <laughs> I was trying not to take a drink. And for those of you who are new to the show, by the way, we do have a drinking game. And that is anytime we say the word thermometer. Oh, Andy's going right at it, right at it. So anyway, thanks again, David Drake. That was a great question. Sending you some smoke on wheels, bootleg bourbon infused barbecue sauce that you can get at all things barbecue. That's atbbq.com, atbbq.com. Coming up, we got a great guest lined up. He's a returning guest. He's a former butcher, so he's got a very unique way of looking at cooking, and he's got all these products now. Uh, it's Butcher Barbecue Products, and his name is David Bosca, and he's going to be coming up next, and you want to check out his website. He's a two-time world champion, but these products are unbelievable, and that's at ButcherBBQ.com. Again, ButcherBBQ.com. And also, don't forget, in the fourth segment, we'll be talking to Andy about some sausage. So that is all coming up next, right here, as we're talking barbecue from a butcher, (laughs) right here on Barbecue Radio Network. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Caius, along with pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Gronerman. And our guest this week, well, we've had him on before. He's a former butcher, so he knows that part of barbecue. He owns Butcher Barbecue, which is a warehouse that offers all kinds of barbecue supplies. You want to check it out. They ship out worldwide. It's ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. He's a two-time world champion. He's been on Pitmaster. Welcome back to the jo- the show, David Bosca. How you doing, David? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for letting me back on. I guess that means I didn't run off all your listeners. <laughs> are, you, are you down in Wellington, Oklahoma right now? Yeah, Wilson. No, Wellston. Or yeah. Wellston. Wellston, that's right. I'm so sorry. How, where, where is that in significance to say Oklahoma City or Tulsa or any of the big cities? It's easy to find. Go to Oklahoma City and look, look up towards Tulsa. We're just not quite halfway on that main turnpike between the two of them. Cool. And, of course, as I mentioned in the introduction, you ship your products anywhere around the world. So go to ButcherBBQ.com, and you have a unique perspective that we'll get into, having been a butcher, and, and now you're doing this. But I know you're, you're getting a, you got a class coming up fairly soon, right? Yeah. Up in McPherson, Kansas, we're going to do a, a backyard class is what we like to call it. We're going to cook on the grills that they have right there, and we're going to just do some simple backyard stuff. I'm going to do some ribs. We're going to do, well, I know there's going to be some chicken cooked up. We're going to cook a pork butt, 
And, you know, we might make some side dishes along with it just to kind of show that you can cook more than just protein on a grill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll be good. So compared backyard to competition, what is it that you do differently prepping your meat? So, you know, like you said, we're going to you're going to have some chicken ribs and pork. Talk a little bit about how you're prepping for that backyard type cook. Well, in all honesty, I don't do a lot of difference because I'm always running tests either with myself or on them. And that's <laughs> kind of part of the fun. People don't realize that they're my test subjects. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll change it up if it's not like a full-blown where I'm telling you all the secret world. I'll, if I wanted to change something, I'll change it when I'm doing a backyard class and kind of gauge their reactions and and go off of that according to if I want to go with it in my competition world. So they're kind of your meat eater guinea pigs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Someone's got to take the bullet. <laughs> that's right. So 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 that chicken, what what would you tell somebody that is is tuned in and they're going to, you know, want to cook chicken at home coming up for Father's Day weekend? What would you do to prep that, you know, for success for the Father's I Day think- cook? Yeah, I think the success on chicken is two things. First thing is going to be moist. Everybody, I think, gauges chicken on how moist is it or if it's dry Mm -hmm. and then flavor. Um, I am a firm, firm believer in injecting the product. I love using our bird booster product. If you want just a good chicken base flavor chicken, the original bird booster is the way to go. If you like something a little sweeter, we've got a honey bird booster. We've got a couple other flavors, but those two are the most go-get-you-backyard-flavored products. So I think keeping it moist will allow someone to just concentrate on getting it cooked right at that point. They don't have to worry about getting it cooked too fast, too slow. If they like it low and slow and smoking it more, the Bird Booster, that product, will allow that to happen because of the phosphates and the other flavors we have in there. It'll marry the, the moisture to the cell structures of the meat while b- before it's cooked so that it stays in the meat during the cook. And then after that, I think it's getting the right combination of rubs on the inside to pair with your sauce and, and everything else you got on your plate. And from a rub perspective, once you've added the bird booster to the meat, how how much salt do you want in your rubs? Are you worried about getting letting somebody put too much rub on and getting something salty, or is that not an issue because you're getting enough moisture in the meat that you're going to have uh, a counteraction to that? With the Bird Booster product, there's not um, it's not a heavy salt um, saline world. It's 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 it, the magic of that works with phosphate, and we use a heavy heavy fat concentrate of chicken flavoring that's where we get the flavor from so there's not any proteins or any salt added to the injection itself it's not a brine it's an injection yep so you can inject your chicken and you'll gain the test that i did back when i first started all the injecting with chicken was we we brined our chicken with a standard brine that the Equal parts salt, sugar, and liquid world, the gallon liquid. Um, we'd, we'd brine for four hours, six hours, eight hours, and I'd go overnight just to check it. The best, the best retention we ever got was an 8% uh, 
gaining weight because that's really the only way to tell before cooking. And then the cooking chambers will change everything. So we just did it at raw weight. We, we weighed it before. We weighed it at the end of each of those cycles. Then we injected it. And we got a 26, 27% gain in weight. And so you're like, well, yeah, you're going to pump it full. But then the next test was how much of it's going to come out of the meat. Yeah. So I put it on a raised screen over some boards or, I mean, over some pans. And I let it sit in a walk-in cooler for 24 hours in open air just to see what came out. Both of them lost 0.10, 0.01. I mean, it was fractions. So both of them did their job as far as retention. And the but key, now, the key though, a, for you was the phosphate. And that's what I think we want to make sure that everybody understands. It's not a brine. The The phosphate in the injection is what gives you that incredible moisture retention. Absolutely. And by adding that, you can change the flavor of your meat by, by that moisture you're adding that's going to adhere to the cell structure. That's where you can change it. Let's say you want to put a, a slight hint change. Yes, we can add it sweet. You can add a little spicy to it. You can completely change it and use a, a different flavored juice or anything like that. Let's say you want to do a luau style chicken. Use a pineapple juice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that sounds that sounds so good. Yeah, it completely changes it. So you don't have that's something that you can do in the backyard that us competition guys aren't going to do in competition you know yeah we're not turning we're, in a hooli hooli chicken for the judges <laughs> that's right that's right but wow what a, what a change it can do and, and it definitely ramps it up and it works for um, any type of poultry if you want to do spatchcock or, or leg quarters or a half a turkey or, or whatever it works the same and real quickly we got about a minute left in this segment um temperature wise what are you setting that cooker at uh, once you've got your chicken injected and seasoned properly, what's your go-to temp for cooking that? I love cooking chicken around 260, 270. And how long, do you, how long does it usually take? And I, I realize it depends on the size of the bird. Two hours is probably the smoke, temp, smoke time. Low and I'm slow. That's, yeah. That yeah. just sounds so good. That sounds so good. Well, we're talking with David Bosca. He is a former butcher, and now he owns Butcher Barbecue, which is a warehouse that has all kinds of barbecue supplies worldwide. You want to check it out because you can order online at butcherbbq.com. And the injections that he's been talking about, you can get that on his site, which, by the way, sounds delicious. And uh, thanks for the help on the chicken. We're going to be talking more things in the next segment. Also want to mention that Dave is also a two-time world champion, and he has been on Pitmasters. And again, check him out at butcherbbq.com. And in the next segment, we're going to... What are we get hitting on next segment, guys? Ribs? Yeah, we're going to talk about that, and I want to talk about Barbecue Champs Academy. I mean, Father's Day's coming up. Uh, We want to remind that. And that's next on Barbecue Radio Network. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer T-Bone and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster Annie Groneman. We've got David Bosca with us today. He is a former butcher and owns Butcher BBQ. 
or Butcher Barbecue. I'm sorry. I, I did the old BBQ, didn't I? Yes, you do that. It, I, but it's still true. Uh, he offers uh, great barbecue supplies worldwide. Just go to ButcherBBQ.com. That's why I did that. And you know, I got to throw in before we dive in there that he also did win Best Rub on the Planet for the Honey Rub this year, oh. which is a, a staple on pork and ribs. So, you know, the, if you're if you're out shopping for products... Very That's nice. a good one to grab. Very nice. Two-time world champion and has been on Pitmaster. Again, it's David Bosca. Um, David, um, you mentioned McPherson, Kansas. And sad to say, but I've been all over the state. of Well, not sad. I like Kansas. But I've been to McPherson, and their high school has the coolest gymnasium in the world. It's like a little mini Astrodome. Remember how the Astrodome was round like that? Anybody? They're all staring at me. So <laughs> their gym, their high school gym where they play basketball is a mini little circle or dome like that. Oh, that's the cool. Coolest high school gym I've ever been in. Anyway, Andy, we were we were talking a little bit about the class. Yeah, I wanted to hear more about uh, the class you got coming up. Yeah, well, it's going to be held at a place, Donna's Pool and Patio. You can go contact them to get it or to get... Um, uh, to pay for the class, it will be the weekend after Father's Day. So if you've been a good boy <laughs> and you want something that you will want, not a new lawnmower or a weed eater or anything like that that puts you to work, contact them and just get them to give you a, uh, a, a gift card for your wife to give to you so you can go to the class. That's right. Now, if you're not near McPherson, you have done the work and put together Barbecue Champs Academy, which allows people to log in and watch the videos to learn all of the tips and tricks. Tell us a little bit about that and how that's going, because that's been, you probably put that out a year or so ago, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's barbecuechampsacademy.com. There's a link from my site directly to my page. And what it is, a gentleman put it together with a whole bunch of world champions um, from barbecue and steak. And what it is, is you have access 24-7 from this point forward. It is a broken down, step-by-step, in-depth from chicken, ribs, pork, and brisket for our competition. I mean, we break it down from the buy-in, the trimming, the selection, box building, um, prepping, cooking. I mean, every single step you can imagine. And like I said, it's on video. Back it up. Write it down again. Take notes. Um, and it's it's all the questions you want. You get access to a Facebook uh, page. I go on there um, throughout the week and I answer the questions. You can see all the questions that other people have thought of and ask. It's really great. And it you do it at your home in your own um, uh, easy chair, no fuel to pay for. It's, <laughs> it's really great. It really is a good deal. And even if you're not a video guy, they can get your cookbook too. So there's there's all kinds of options to learn tips and tricks from David. And and I will tell you that David is one of the most knowledgeable knowledgeable people in barbecue. He can go deep on just about any topic that you want to bring up. So having access to those videos or to his cookbook, you know, and again that Facebook group that you can ask questions in, you're you're gonna get so much great information out of David, it's not even funny. And we're gonna try and get a little more information out of him right now. I wanna talk <laughs> talk a little bit about ribs. You know, I mentioned the honey rub is great, but when you are finishing your ribs, like give us the one tip that 
everybody in the backyard needs to do uh, to finish their ribs right and kind of get that nice uh, finish coming off the grill? Well, I think the biggest thing is, is don't get in a hurry. I, I know that sounds crazy, but give yourself enough time on the front side to where you know they're going to get done. If you need to hold them, you can hold them. A rib still holds real nice, um, keeping it warm. It doesn't have to keep cooking. But the, I would say if there's one trick, just one trick, I would I like taking a rib, going and slicing it, dunking the whole rib in a, in a sauce, coating it 360 degrees, and then setting it back on the rack all by itself. Then you get that caramelized sauce all the way around it, so every bite has good caramelized, sticky, lip-smacking sauce <laughs> on it versus just the top or the bottom. And that, I, I mean, if you're going to do that at home, that is, that's probably the one thing I'd say. So everybody will need a roll of paper towels when you're eating it for each rib? <laughs> oh, well, that sounds like a good plan to me. Sounds like a good rib eat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that is, that ensures that everybody gets that right bite every time. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. the but uh, the other thing that, was super important that I that I just grabbed there is give yourself enough time. Yeah. Don't rush it because if you're trying to crank your heat to get to the end, you can scorch your uh, your finishing, you can scorch your sauce, you can blow the bones out. So give yourself enough time. Keep that temperature kind of right, you know, in that nice range where you're not going to scorch your sauces and your and your finishing and the sugars and that stuff. All That's the right. sugars, yeah. So we talked about chicken and ribs, but in general, you know, you mentioned early on in the last segment uh, that injection is really key, that you really like injecting uh, the meat because you're going to get that moisture and flavor. So you've got injections for just about everything. Let's talk a little bit about that. Sure. We've got several injections for beef, several injections for pork, and we've got a new one. Um, and well, we got the bird bush that we talked about for chicken. And we've also got one that's called a Montreal steak injection. All right. It's ex- it is flavored exactly what you think it would be. It is a like item of the Montreal steak seasoning. That product pairs perfectly with any of our injections. It, it, you could call it an add-on or whatever you want to mm-hmm. do, but you can take our original brisket injection, our prime brisket injection, our pork injection. Our bird booster chicken injection, add that into it to get that where you like. If you like that Montreal steak flavor, put it to the inside of the meat where every single bite gets it or use it just by itself. As soon as by itself also. Yeah. As soon as you said that, I started thinking chuck roll and injecting a chuck roll with that and having, uh, you know, some amazing sandwiches coming off of that. Because oh, you I could just get wonderful. that flavor all the way through that whole chuck roll. Yes, yes, exactly. I love that idea. What uh, What is your take for pork? What's your favorite uh, way to set your injection up for pork? I take two of our injections, our open pit and our original pork injection. The open pit has some heat to it, some spice, okay? If you run it straight all by itself, yeah, it can. It, it'll be spicy to eat. So I literally blend a third of that to two thirds of the pork and I mix it up and it's just kind of what I'm going to do with it. But generally I've always used either a vegetable stock or a juice of some kind, just, you know, apple juice. A lot of people use peach nectar. Um, 
I don't pick up that much difference from the different flavors of juices, but I do get a difference in the sweetness, I should say. That's why I get it. But if I want something more savory, I go with a vegetable stock, and I that's that's my go-to for that. Yeah, I've, I've done the open pit before, and it also has a kind of a hint of smokiness with the heat, too. Uh, and that's I don't exactly know. exactly right. And, and so... That's what I really like about it because it really opens up that it makes the the pork pop, in my opinion. So I, that, I'm a huge fan of the open pit. Uh, that's definitely yep. good to go. We've had David Bosca on the show. David, real quick, tell everybody about your website one more time. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. We have everything on there, um, all the rubs, the injections, barbecue sauce, our grilling oils. we got recipe page. We've got a, we're, if you have a retail store and you want to log in to buy wholesale, we've got that available. We got a map to where you can find all the retailers in the United States that we take care of. It's a complete website. We appreciate anyone coming in and looking it over and buying something. Thanks so much, David. Great website. And we'll be back next with Andy Talking Sausage right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Andy need the attention. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check out their website, oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits. They've got commercial and now residential for you backyard barbecuers. That's oldhickorypits.com. And please support barbecue joints like if you're ever around Allendale, South Carolina. Yep, we're talking South Carolina barbecue. Check out Lester's Barbecue, an authentic South Carolina barbecue experience. They're located at 8500 Savannah Highway over in a still South Carolina. And while you're at Lester's enjoying some barbecue, be sure to listen to us from Big Dog Radio, 1460. I love their call letters. I got the best call letters in the world. W-D-O-G-A-M. Big Dog. They're in Allendale, South Carolina. And you can check out their website at BigDogRadio.com. Time now to turn our attention to Andy Gronerman, who is a Chef's Choice Champion at the Jack Daniels World Invitational. And it's time for our All Things Barbecue Spotlight. All Things Barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cook up the kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence to get a taste. Get fired up at atbbq.com. That's atbbq.com. Andy, what do you got for us today? So, and we... We've talked a little bit about the different uh, tools to cook with, and uni ovens are pretty cool. We talked about the fire oven uh, as one of the options there. I would say one of the coolest things, and it's coming into Father's Day, it's still uh, still not too late. <laughs> you can get your dad that uni, and at all things, you know, they run uh, some specials on occasion, and one of the Father's Day specials is you can also get an ATBBQ gift card when you buy your oh, uni pizza oven. Nice. So you can give dad the double whammy. You get him the pizza oven, and then you get him the gift card so that he can buy all of the cool accoutrement <laughs> that you need to go with the pizza oven. So I would say an uni fire or an uni 16-inch uh, would be the way to go if I'm thinking of a product that I want to have on Father's Day. By the way, if you're going to start using that 
fancy language, Andy, we're going to know we're no longer in Kansas. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. And you can get all those products and many other products. Great stuff at atbbq.com. That's all things barbecue at atbbq.com. So I'm kind of excited about this because during COVID, I haven't gone to breakfast restaurant or yeah, breakfast restaurants like normal and I haven't eaten breakfast food as much as I like. And so we're going to talk about sausage. At some point, I'm going to pin you into the corner and make you talk a little bit about breakfast sausage. But, we can do it. <laughs> but let's let's talk about, I mean, this is a great time of the year for grilling sausage. Yeah. So in general, if you're going to make your own sausage, mm-hmm. there are a few things that you need to kind of know up front so you can set yourself up for success. So first and foremost, fat is your friend. Okay. But it's more like a frenemy thing because you need the fat. So you want like a 25% or even 30% ratio of protein to fat in your sausage. Okay. Um, that fat is going to create moisture in the meat as you cook it. That fat will render is and keep the sausage Is this why I enjoy moist. sausage so much every time yeah. I bite into one? Yeah. So you need, <laughs> I mean, it, you. it's not something like if you took lean ground beef, that 92, you know, eight or 92, eight ground beef mm-hmm. and tried to make sausage out of it you would have dry crumbly sausage oh, okay so you need to start with fat so what i'll typically do is all if i'm grinding say a pork butt and some chuck roast into uh, a grind for sausage i'll take some of the fat cap off of my pork butt and some of the that chuck fat mm. and set it aside and weigh it so that i can ensure that i'm getting that right ratio if i've and starting with a uh, 10 so pound. The, so this is one of those of times you're an experienced barbecue, obviously, but this is one of those times you don't really want to eyeball it. I'm guessing you, you, you kind of should weigh it just to kind of get it close. Yeah. Are you weighing it is what I do. But if you had the, the pile sitting there, right, you could go, <laughs> okay, I've got the pile of red stuff and the pile of white stuff okay. and you can eyeball that, right? right. You uh, 20, 30% is kind of what you want. Understanding that there is some fat in the meat. You don't have to necessarily get it all. Mm-hmm. in those in those blocks but you want the fat so that's number one number two though is so now that you've got your fat heat is your enemy mm. because heat will melt that fat and not allow it to bind properly to your protein and your sausage will end up dry again the fat will just kind of render and not stick around okay so what you need to do is take all your grinder parts and chill them before you start grinding because as you grind you're creating heat from the friction right okay so if you start with it nice and cold and you start with your meat nice and cold you won't melt that fat before you get a chance to blend the sausage together so you want to grind first and keep everything nice and cold and then once you've done that you're going to then take all of your ingredients put them in a bowl and start to mix that together. Now, you can do that with a paddle on a KitchenAid, or you can do it by hand, but you're going to do that just until it starts to tack up a little bit. Like, you can see the little strings of the meat fibers, and that is essentially um, your your myosin in the protein starting to come out and, and help hold everything together. If you paddle too much or spoon it and stir it too much, again, it'll get hot, and you'll render that fat. So you do it just enough to get it to bind. So if you do those two things, if you chill first before you grind, and then you have everything nice and cold and just paddle until you get that tackiness in the product. When you're when you're paddling it, is it more 
by sight or is it more by feel when you know that you've paddled enough? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it, and as soon as I start to see the meat stick to itself as it moves through there, okay. uh, you can if you stick a finger in and touch it, it'll almost pull off like little strings. Okay, and so then you're ready to go on that front. So. If you do those two things, then you're kind of set. Now you can do whatever you want with your sausage filling, whether you're going to just roll that up in film and make a sausage chub like mm-hmm. you would to make breakfast patties out of, or right. if you want to case it and put it in a uh, stuffer and actually put it in sausage casing and do it like links, mm-hmm. uh, you'll now have a product that you can do that with. And again, in between each step, you're going to want to chill it back in the fridge so that you don't melt that fat. But then you get that really nice slice on your sausage. You get that nice moisture all the way through it. It doesn't get dry and crumbly. Now, are you are you adding any kind of rubs or salt and pepper or anything along the way? Oh, absolutely. So whatever seasonings you want, once we've ground it and gotten it into that point where mm-hmm. we're ready to paddle it, that's where you're going to add all your seasonings. Okay. So for breakfast sausage. <laughs> Thank you. What I would typically do is I use a dark maple syrup. Mm. I use my pork marinade, the smoke on wheels pork marinade, and then I take garlic, sage, thyme, some paprika, a little coriander and nutmeg, right? A little cayenne. If you like heat, you can add a little more cayenne and a little chipotle. And then I mix all of that together with salt and pepper in with that pork. Oh, man. And so you get this a little bit of a hint of sweetness. You get that breakfast sage and thyme. You get that nice savory breakfast flavor. And then... I don't case those into links. What I'll typically do is take film like, you know, regular kitchen Mm -hmm. saran wrap and I'll put one pound of my mixture in the center of that saran wrap and then roll it from the ends. Okay. And it will roll that up and you can form it into a, essentially a one pound sausage chub like you would go buy at the grocery store. For breakfast. For breakfast. And you can (laughs) toss that in the freezer just like that. Okay. And then slice it into patties if you're a patty guy. And if you want to use that sausage more for ground sausage and a gravy or something, you can just leave it whole in the chub. I'm I'm a patty guy when it comes to the breakfast. There you, you go. You know, when they say sausage, they go links or patty. I don't know. Is there is there is it just the tenderness of or the you know is that the word I'm looking for the tenderness of? Well, it, you or get the, that the the patty gives you the most surface area for that Maillard reaction, getting all that nice browning on the edges and the crispy edges, right? So that's flavor. When you're browning that meat and browning the protein, that's creating flavor. So I'm not crazy for liking, liking the the patty sausage. No, go for it. I mean, I don't know. That's just the way it is. And of course, uh, you know, also quickly about brats. I mean, it's summer. There's just nothing better on the grill than brats. And again, you can do the same thing with brats. Your grind is going to have some different things in it. You'll have some eggs and some beer in there, some dry mustard, coriander instead of like a hot paprika i'll use a smoked hungarian paprika Um, but you know onion powder and a little bit of sugar and your brats will come out excellent and again you want to use a nice fat ratio in there to make sure that it doesn't get dry and crumbly nobody likes a crumbly sausage (laughs) i love summertime and grilling there's just nothing better thanks you so much for that andy also want to thank our guest earlier david bosca he has got butcher barbecue you can check out his products at butcherbbq.com great products including injections and you can also get butcher barbecue products Uh, they are also available at all things barbecue at atbbq.com that's at bbq.com also we want to thank our june barbecue sauce of the month smoke on wheels bootleg barbecue infused barbecue sauce guess where you can get that at 
atbbq.com. Everybody say it with me. Next week, we're going to be talking about Napoleon. Oh, how do you say it? Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Say I'm not that fancy like you are, Andy. Neapolitan pizza. And we'll be talking about that next week. Have a great Father's Day. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next week right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, and more each and every Thursday. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free 800 223-9667.